Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. Um, breaking news in the past hour or so. Liverpool have signed the goalkeeper. Well, hey, and it's not just any goalkeeper. Um, if you heard heard me in my last podcast, I was speaking about potential future signings, about whether we should go for or Black or Allison. Um, I thought I was late. I was leaning more towards Oblak to be honest, because um, his shots, but his shot stopping percentage is kind of greater than Allison's. But they're still in the top three keep. But him, Allison, and the Gay are, are like the top three keepers in terms of um, saves conversion rate. So, despite that, we didn't get Oblak. We got Allison, and. He, I'm I'm pretty ecstatic. I'm proud. I remember um, in my other podcast episode, the Champions League final. Um, you can play if you want. I was pretty emotional. I was adamant that on that day that Jurgen Klopp would get rid of Karius. If you're not gonna get rid of him, replace him. I was that certain. I I knew I I I knew I knew he couldn't go into the season having Carius again in goal next season he'll be finished he'd be crushed um yeah and he's root and he's he's behaved very efficiently I I applaud Jurgen Klopp for this decision um I'm very I'm so happy I would have done this podcast about half an hour earlier but. When the news hit, my 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 dopamine levels were just so high because Liverpool are now behaving like a football club should behave when they want to compete for the Premier League or the Champions League on a regular basis. I think that pain, that pain of being so close to winning the Champions League trophy and not delivering woke up Jurgen Klopp he's like right I'm not tolerating this no trophyless bullshit again this is Liverpool I want to build a dynasty how should we do this okay Naby Keita's coming in boom 53 million who else should we get in Fabinho a world class DM or not I wouldn't say world class yet but the talent he has, he has the potential to be world class. Boom, forty three million. Okay, we need a backup to the front three, because Mane and Salah can't play sixty games. Okay, Shakiri's free, relegated from Stoke. He played for Bayern Munich, and we know on his day he's an excellent player. Boom, Shakiri signed, and now we moved on to the goalkeeping situation, which. The talks were um, ongoing for not even too long, really. I know the World Cup finished July 15th, but Brazil were knocked out in the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, Alisson had a little holiday. And then our representatives, Mike Edwards, spoke to Roma's representatives. And they've probably met each other before because last season... Um, last season Mohamed Salah came to Rome, came to Liverpool from Roma. So, 
obviously in terms of negotiations and making good business deals that was never a problem really so I'm pretty happy with that so 67 million for a goalkeeper a lot of people are thinking wow firstly that is a lot yeah to you to you is a lot this market has now it's been inflated for the past two years and it all started with Paul Pogba making coming to United back to United for 90 million that was the start of the inflation and then you saw Neymar 200 million Mbappe potential 150 million we sold Coutinho for 142 million so now you're, you're now you're seeing 100 million pound players and even Ronaldo, who has gone to Juventus, at 33 years old, he's still worth 105 million. So we live in a 100 million pound market now for the really world class elite players. And just below it is like, I think 20 million is the new, or six no, 60 to like 80 million is like the new. 20 to 40 million price range so i'm not complaining with the price tag i'm glad we got it over the line because when we spent 75 million on van dyke a lot of people were saying he's not proven southampton celtic he came to liverpool look at our back line now in six months in six months look at our back line lovren's behaving himself Trent Arnold is excelling. Um, Andrew Robertson excelling. The backlines organise their key because Van Dyke's a leader and he commands. And behind that, you've got Alisson now, who is an excellent shot, stop, shot, shot stopper. I, I know I said, I also said in the World Cup, he looks susceptible to mistakes. But fair enough. In, for Roma, he was fine. But at World Cup, you're allowed to have off days. De Gea had an off day against um, Portugal. He made a blunder. But he's still known as a world-class keeper. Neuer made an error. He's still known as a world-class keeper. So I have faith that Alisson will be the guy to help us, to help, to help that 10, 15-point range. And, like help us to compete on that level with Manchester City and compete with the title because in terms of spending in the Premier League it's just Liverpool at the moment even Man City are a bit quiet all they've done is sign Mahrez for 70 million they did their spending last season but they only had to make a few tweaks but Jurgen Klopp is identifying key key areas that need to be rectified and he's being ruthless with it. So I am very happy. Very happy with this decision. That he's coming. Would language barrier be a problem? Not really. Fabinho's also um, Brazilian. Fabinho's there. So they can all speak Portuguese. So communication shouldn't be too much of a problem. Um, yeah. From what I've seen of Alisson... I know that time, Liverpool versus Roma in the semis, we put like seven past him in both legs. But look at our front three. It's dangerous. This time you got Mohamed Salah, Firmino, 
and Mane, they're going to shoot against him in training. So what do you think that's going to do for him? It's going to make him better. It's going to make him better because he's going to be tested against strikers, wingers with killer conversion rates. All of them scored 20-plus goals this season. So that's who will be tested against. My only problem... We've signed a world-class keeper. I, I don't know if this is me being fussy, but... We've heard... We have heard... About this John Atterberg goalkeeping coach. And his reputation for ruining goalkeepers that are meant to have some sort of potential... You saw it with the downfall of Pepe Reina post-2010. He wasn't the keeper that he was in the early years. It happened with Mignolet and now Karius. So, it'll be interesting to see how Alisson will work with this Atterberg guy. I'm kind of happy in a way that Alisson hasn't learned English yet, which means that any sort of communication barriers will be a good thing and maybe he just ignores methods but obviously he'll be forced to learn English at one point so um, we'll see how that goes and yeah hopefully if if I was Jurgen Klopp I'd change the goalkeeping coach but that's down to him still but yeah I I um um the progression of this um summer transfer window as a Liverpool fan I'm um this is the first summer window where I have not complained. I've not complained. It's so weird. I, for all Liverpool fans, this is a weird situation because every previous summer we have complained about something. Last year was the Van Dijk summer transfer saga in the summer. The season before that um I can't even remember. Or was that 2016, isn't it? Yeah, probably about the outgoings and the ingoings. Um, Yeah, we've just had little issues every year and we seem to have signed players that have just not been Liverpool standard. But now Jurgen Klopp is signing players where he wants to build a dynasty. This is now going to be his third full season with Liverpool Football Club. Obviously, he had 2016, 2017, 2017, 2018, got to the final. Now it's like, OK, squad depth is here. So let's see. Let's see what our players are about. So, OK, now, now I'd like to talk about Karius. So, where does this leave him? There was news today that um, Danny Ward who was allegedly, was rumoured to be tried out to be number one, is going to Leicester in the region of £10 million, which leaves us with Karius and Mignolet. So, my guess is that Jurgen Klopp will keep Karius and Mignolet, but one of them will play cup games and the other will probably leave or go on loan. If I was Jurgen Klopp, here's how he should address the carry situation. Because I've said some nasty stuff to him in the heat of the moment. And a lot of fans, if he was to play in the red shirt again, would say some probably malicious stuff to him. Which obviously isn't nice. 
we know how football can be like with toxic masculinity, etc. But there's a way to go about this. If I'm Jurgen Klopp, send Ka- don't even have to sell him. Oh, you can sell him if you want to. We don't mind as Liverpool fans. But probably an ideal situation, loan carriers to like a French club, getting playing in League on, or even La League. No, not La Liga. I don't know. One of these um, foreign leagues, where he can rebuild his confidence again, because in the Premier in the Premier League, he, I think, the trauma will still catch up with him and it will live with him in his head forever. So, we can't have that. That's that's the only thing that worries me. If we are going to keep him as a backup, because Jurgen Klopp likes to have a cup goalkeeper as well. And I want us to compete for every single trophy. We haven't won a trophy since 2012. Champions League finals, our closest one. Carriers messed that one up. We all know that. So I don't want Carriers to mess up. I don't want Carriers to mess up another... Um, mess up another opportunity. You know? Like, how early did we leave the Capital One Cup last season? Very early. FA Cup didn't really get going either. But our Champions League was the one we should have won, really. In terms of form, we were the best. But that's what happens. Anyway, um, where does that leave Mignolet? Will he want to be a backup keeper? I don't know. He's, like, turning 29 or 30. I don't know where his head's at. The most important thing is that we got Alisson... So, I'm happy now. And now people will say our net spend is looking too much. And Jurgen Klopp will be a checkbook manager now. And he was criticising net spend, all this. This was coming out on social media. That, oh, he's now coming, behaving like Pep Guardiola. Firstly, there's a thing called net spend. This is what rival fans seem to ignore. Net spend. If you don't know what net spend is, Google it. It's player sells and buys combined. We have we have spent nearly two hundred million this season. For this upcoming season. If we sign for care, it will definitely go over two hundred million. I think that will be our last target before the window closes. Um. But even then, who cares? We sold Coutinho for hundred and forty-two million. Of course we're going to reinvest that money. Duh. 142 million. We will invest it. Duh. It's the summer transfer window. People just like their agendas. They like their agendas. And we haven't even replaced Coutinho. And Jurgen Klopp is bound to do that. Because with the Oxalate Chamberlain news, I don't know if you heard, unfortunately... Um, his knee injury leaves him out for the upcoming season as well. So he's not going to be getting to play any football in 2018-2019, unfortunately. And that is devastating to me because he really changed his career around and got got us on, got us really flowing for Liverpool with his energy and his high-intensity tempo. He changed it around, so the fact we don't have Chamberlain means... And a Coutinho replacement means Feke is a necessity. We have to get over the line. I know we had a med- he had a medical issue before. Let's rectify this problem. 
Mike Edwards, you're doing a wonderful job. FSG, I'm not complaining. I've had a history with complaining about you and you being fussy with money. But you get it. You you finally get it now. You've seen us in the Champions League final and you get it. That we are that close to success and you're backing Jurgen Klopp with money. So I am not criticising you at all. I'm not going to criticise you at all this season. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. That's what I have to say with that. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty ecstatic. I'm sure other Liverpool fans will be buzzing as well. Uh, I don't think there's not much more to say in terms of the future. The next um, podcast I'll probably do is the Fakir hopefully reveal. We'll find out what's happening then. we got another two, three weeks before the Premier League season starts and the transfer window closes. That's more than enough time to negotiate for care coming to Liverpool. And I think after that will be done. And it will just be about who's going to leave our club. But how do we sustain um, squad depth, if you know what I mean. Ideally, I would like us to get a centre-back as well. But we don't have to. But it's, it's, it's a minor issue. So, yeah. This was a really long podcast. 17 minutes so sorry it was this long um yeah thank you for listening and tune in next time for the next episode